slide. Speak well. And what? Speak well and do what? He even took it to the other side. He said, speak well and and enjoy favor. How many of us have been following that? Right? He admonished us to go back and listen to the sermons. I'm just, my, my, my discussion this morning will be in two parts. So I'm going to first deal with this part and then I'm going on to a tangent. Now, many of us imagine that our problems are so complex that God himself will have to come down to solve them. And we saw that in the play that we had this morning. Or in the least, we expect him to deploy a legion of angels so that he can help us. Now, nothing is farther from the truth. God retains the capacity to solve your problems in the most unexpected manner. Did somebody say amen? Amen. So many are expecting some divine inspiration. Some expect the laying of hands. Or better still, some expect some anointing to fall. Or you drink anointing oil. But God can and will surprise you by a simple solution to your problem this morning in the name of Jesus. I said your problem will be solved by the twinkling of an eye in the mighty name of Jesus. Now this happened to a man in John 5. And I'm not going to read it for time. This man had a 38 year old protracted problem. Then Jesus came. When he expected him to solve it in the traditional manner. Because Jesus said, alright, do you want to be healed? But not realizing that even though we say Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Even Jesus upgrades. Hello? I said Jesus upgrades. So before the war, it should have been, that man would have been put into the pool so that he can be healed. But Jesus said, you know what? I am new every morning. I am the power and I have the sovereignty. Therefore, you don't have to go into the pool because what are you looking for in the pool? I am the person in the pool and I'm standing before you. Don't go to the pool. So many of us, we are waiting For somebody to put us into the pool. When Jesus said simply. Obey what I tell you. Answer me. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? The man started talking epistle. And Jesus had mercy upon him. Because that man's speech. Should have gotten him in trouble. That man's speech should have made Jesus go away from him. But because he has mercy in him. He still decided to heal the man. Go home and read John 5 and you know what I'm talking about. So I'm saying to you that the same way that Jesus simply solved the problem of that man, your problem can simply be solved this morning in the name of Jesus. Now someone here has been facing serious challenges in specific areas and the solution is simply speak well. Just speak well. Just do what? speak well. You know, when the, when the series started, I thought the man was going to teach us about elocution. Hmm? How, you know, he speaks, he's a lawyer and then he speaks English. You jam lawyer and pastor. What happens? So I thought he was going to teach us about elocution. Public speaking. How to stand before the crowd. Because if you are going to be a king, you need to stand before a crowd at some point in time or the other. So you need to know how to speak. 
in public. But that's not what he was talking about. He was saying to you that there's a way that you can speak and it can change your destiny and your destination. If you want to clap, clap. But some of you are struggling or some of us are struggling with the word of God. Because God says I should tell you there are some of you simply I am sorry. It should change everything. Speak well is not about reading a whole letter. One word can change the whole thing. Some of us, we may even think that we are right. Inside of us, we know we are right. But God is commanding you to say, go and say sorry. And you are thinking with your sense that no, God, don't you know that I'm right in this matter? He says you should forget. He says, I'm ready to do something new. But you have got to do your part. You've got to speak well. And the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. Um, I have so much to unpack before I even go to where I'm going this morning. Let me give you a, 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 a story. Let me put it like this. You may be required to apologize, like I said. My brother, my sister, it may take longer if you do not do it. I need for each and every one of us to examine ourselves critically. Where has my speech taken me? Where I want to be or where I do not want to be? And that's the crux of what I'm going to say to you this morning. Where has your speech taken you? Is, it, is there a place that I've missed it? I was flying about two, three weeks ago. And I saw a friend of mine I hadn't seen in a long time. And he happened to be sitting beside me. I'm going to share this quick story. And he said to me, oh, I said, oh, what's been happening to you and all that? He said, ah, you mean if I tell you what happened, you won't believe. I said, what? He said, he handled an event for an icon of banking a few, sometime back. And somebody else, one of the richest men in Nigeria, saw what he did and said to him, ah, go and call me that guy who did that job. I want to use him for my own event. And he started working with this man for six months. He said by the time they put their bill together, he was going to something, one point something billion naira that he was going to be paying. And almost four weeks to the event, he just started calling this man and the man wouldn't pick up his phone. He was calling and calling and calling. He wouldn't pick up his phone. This was the man that was speaking to him five, six times a day. Eventually, the man sent for him. And said to him, my son, I'm sorry, but my children said they don't want you to handle this job. He said he almost went mad. Let me tell you how bad it was. For the man to beg him not to do the job, I think he said the man paid him 20 million naira. So you can imagine what we are talking about. So he said, he kept on he didn't want to take anyway eventually take them took the money let me skip that but the story is that he kept on asking himself where did i miss it how did i miss it and the lord told him to go and see one of the man's sons and so he booked an appointment and met the guy he said what did i do he said one day my senior brother was bringing an idea and your partner that came with you said 
that idea you are bringing is old fashioned. And that's what upsets them. What were you talking about, sir? Speak well. In front of a king. He said that day, we took it and we kept it. And we said to ourselves, if we have anything to do with this matter, this guy who said our older brother spoke in an old-fashioned way or his idea was outmodeled, will not get this job. And that's exactly what happened. So, the first part of my discussion this morning, I want us to pray. If there be any way that your speech has limited you, I want you to stand, please. If there be any way that your speech has closed the door for you, if there be any way that your speech has retarded your progress, I want you to begin to pray today, Lord, give me another chance. There are some that you know as I speak it comes to your heart. And there are some you have forgotten. You did not even know about. This man didn't know. You are where you are because you said something to someone. And he was supposed to have given you favor but somehow or the other it didn't work out. I want you to pray this morning by the unction of God that Lord give me another chance. Give me another chance. In Proverbs 25 11 it says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. In Proverbs 15.23, it says, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, how good it is. I want you to pray this morning. I can't pray for you. Pray for yourself. Anywhere that I have spoken wrong i've spoken out of tune i've spoken out of season and it is divine my progress father lord let there be a second chance for me in the name of jesus give me a second chance in isaiah 50 verse 4 and i'm reading from the amplified classic it says the servant of god says the lord god has given me the tongue of a disciple and of one who is taught that i should know how to speak a word in season especially to whom he is weary he wakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to hear as a disciple, as one who is taught. We have been thinking, the senior pastor has been teaching us over the last few weeks. Pray that the Lord will give you the tongue of a disciple. I can hear some people praying. This is very serious. You are waiting for somebody to put you in the pool. When God says that, I am the pool, the power that is in the pool. I gave it to the pool. And therefore, I am here this morning to tell you that I can correct whatever challenge that you are facing this morning. Give me the speech of a disciple in the name of Jesus. In Colossians 4, 6, he said, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that they may know how you, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Pray that this morning, my speech will be seasoned with salt, that I will know how to answer each one. Ecclesiastes 5, 2, he says, do not be rash with your mouth, and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. I want you to pray this morning. Any speech that has debarred me. Any speech that has debarred me. That has closed the door for me. Open it for me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we are praying. Let me read one scripture. 
Let me read one scripture to your hearing and then we go to the next place I want to go. In Matthew 26 verse 73, he says, and a little later, a little later, Matthew 26 said, and a little later, those who stood by came up and said to Peter, surely you are also one of them. Why? Why? For your speech betrays you. Perhaps your speech has betrayed you somewhere. Your speech has betrayed you somewhere. You wanted to say the right thing, but something says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you said the wrong thing. My friend, it wasn't him, it was his partner that he called to join to the walk. The person wasn't his staff. He called the person, just say, Help me, follow me, go. And the person's speech messed him up. It may not even be your speech. It may be the speech of your spouse. Am I speaking to you this morning? It may be the speech of your business partner. It may be the speech of your sibling. Somebody heard. Your name is what? What did you say your name is? What did you say your name is? That guy, I have sworn over my dead body. That I will never do anything good for his family. And there you are struggling. I want you to pray this morning. Anybody around me. That the speech has betrayed me. That the speech is betraying me. I want you to pray. By the mercies of the living God. Father, curse me. Bring me back. Open another gate to me. I see some people putting their hands on their heads. I see some people putting their hands on their heads. This is the key. The man of God, God has sent the man of God to us. I pray today, any speech that has betrayed me, betray means that it gave you away. It gave you away. For Peter, it gave him away. Any speech that has displayed, betrayed me, I want to pray this morning. Father, cause there to be a reversal in the name of Jesus. Now, as you are praying, pray for your spouse. Pray for your children. Pray for your siblings. Pray for your family. Pray for your lineage. Father, thank you. In the, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Anywhere this, my speech has closed the door for me, open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. In Jesus' mighty name, we're praying. One last scripture. It says, My house shall be called the house of prayer. Give me 1 Corinthians 16 9. This is the last prayer point concerning this one. It says, 2 Corinthians 16.9. It says, why? For what? A great and effective door has been opened to me. But there are... And we have found one of the adversaries today. Your speech. Your speech. You know something, sir? You go somewhere. Somebody was telling me about... Just on Friday... Somebody who wanted a political office. And you said, even not about saying anything. So, he was telling me about a story about, I don't want to mention the name, but somebody we all know, you know, a lion. And this person went. And this person went and wanted to get a political post. He was inside. They were in the waiting room. And immediately he finished. I don't know what the person said to him. And he was coming out. He only greeted one of four people and he walked away. And immediately, those one, 
four people entered and they spoke to the person and said that man Lila you can't give him that post you can and he didn't get it they said oh you know you said sometimes you don't even talk but your non-speech what would it have cost him to say good afternoon good evening and body language so you look at one you said this is the only one who has power here let me greet him the other three don't matter they are inconsequential there are people that are consequential to you that you have gone past and they have the mind of the king you have the, the air of the king I beg you have walked past a gate man you have walked past a secretary you have even walked past a driver the person who spends the most time with me is my driver Jeremiah because we are inside so imagine if he says something to me he calls me uncle uncle Sherry Maye Kodao and then you are drinking anointing oil <laughs> oh, let's go I want you to pray every effective door that has been opening that has opened before me that will open before me that is already open before me but I recognize that there are many adversaries including my speech I want you to pray that my speech will keep that door open for me in the name of Jesus God has done his own it is now for me to do my own my speech will keep that door open 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 oh pray pray there's a door open for you there's a door open for you and as a solution pray in jesus mighty name we pray i don't like your amen i still don't like that amen i said in jesus mighty name we are praying from this moment onward your speech will work for you in the name of jesus your your speech will testify for you in the name of jesus your speech will not betray you in the name of jesus your speech will keep doors open for you in the name of jesus if you believe that i want you to shout the biggest amen now give the lord a hand please be seated now to the second part of what i'm going and i'm going to go through it very quickly as far as i can take it another time we'll go forward it says i'm going to read from isaiah 1 verses 18 to 20 but my emphasis is on verse 19 it says come let us reason together says the lord though your sins are like scarlet they'll be as white as snow they are like red as crimson they shall be as wool thank you for that amen and this is where i'm going verse 19 if you are willing and obedient you shall eat the good of the land unfortunately give me verse 20 but if you refuse and do what rebel you shall be what devoured by the sword for the mouth of the lord has spoken let me quickly establish something no matter how difficult it is in nigeria now there's a good in this land the time that you are saying that there's a casting down 
for many. There's a lifting up for some. This is the time that some people became billionaires. This is the time that some people broke through. I'm still talking on how you speak, but I've decided to take a detour. Mm. But the question is that why is this good eluding us as Christians? I bring you the word of God, which I have titled Willing and Obedient. Willing and Obedient. What can somebody help me? What is a good in this land? Tell me. Shout it from wherever you are. Is there any good in this land? So shout. Give me one good. What? Wealth. Clap for the person. What else? Freedom. What else? How about prosperity now? Sorry? Success. Excellence. Come on, let's now go Kana. How about those nice houses in Banana Island? Is it not the good of this land? Eh? Luxury, is it not the good of this land? Some people are flying private jets. Is it not the good of this land? Some people are doing first class. Is it not the business good of this land? You will enjoy the good of this land. In the name of Jesus. Now, according to the word, it says, by mere deduction, you and I can eat the good of this land, but we must be willing and very obedient. So tell your neighbor, be willing and obedient. Be willing and obedient. I'm going to read from Psalm 51 verse 12, Amplified Classic. I like that version a lot. It says, restore to me the joy of, of your salvation and uphold me with what? A willing spirit. We're going to talk about willingness. Maybe some other time we talk about obedience. If a willing spirit was not important, then the psalmist will not talk about it. God is spirit and you can only relate with him in that realm. To download God, you must have a willing spirit. To walk and walk with God. Walk. W-A-L-K and W-O-R-K. You must have a willing spirit. A willing spirit is about how far are you ready to go for go with and for Christ. It is a decision we must all make, we must make consciously. You must know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. When the apostles gathered in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that they were in one accord. And what was that one accord that they were in? An accord of willingness to do the work of God. Unfortunately, there are many of us who are in church today. We are practicing religion. We are not practicing Christianity. And the Bible puts it like this in Matthew. Jesus himself, Matthew 15 verses 8 to 9. He says, these people draw near me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. In vain they worship me. Is it in your Bible? I'm going to show you, read you one scripture that encapsulates willingness. And we're talking about willingness. The fact that you want to change your manner of speech so that you can have favor is a willingness. No matter how much the man of God speaks, if you are not willing, he can talk himself blue. Nothing will happen. If God says, the man of God said, I'm asking you to speak well so that things can change in your life. And then you say, he's talking his own. 
There's no willingness in your heart. This morning, I'm asking you to have a heart of willingness. Now, let me show you in the scripture how somebody who had a willing heart happened. Please help me with Matthew 8. And I'm going to read verses 2 to 3. Bible says, And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing. If you are what? If you are what? What will happen? You can make me clean. Go forward. Give me verse 3. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him saying what? I am willing. And therefore as a consequence of my willing, my willingness, you will be what? Cleansed. And what happened? Immediately. Now let me put you, let me tell you about leprosy in those days. If you are a leper, even till today, some of you, when you drive on the way to Benin, when you get to a, ah, what's that place called? No, it's after already, just before you get into Benin, as you are descending into like a valley, you see them. They are outcast. As a leper, you are not supposed to dwell amongst people. And therefore, you are not even supposed to touch them. They are not supposed to touch you. They are unclean, quote and unquote. Now, see what Jesus did. Not only could he, he, Jesus could have spoken and he did that many times and the person was healed. In fact, sometimes he didn't have to go. Like the daughter of Darius, I think that's it. Jesus put out his hand. Put out his hand and touched a leper. By Jewish tradition, if you have done that, you are supposed to go through a process of purification. You don't touch a leper. Is that not the story of many of us? Are we not leprous in some way or the other? Is our finances not leprous? Some businesses are leprous. Some emotions are leprous. Some marriages leprous. What it means? Some families leprous. It means that something leprosy is something that brings you shame. So if you are going through a situation that can potentially bring you shame, it can be considered to be somewhat leprous. But we thank God for Jesus. Because when every other person says, let's make this person an outcast. I made a mistake. Make him an outcast. He has been to prison like past, uh, Ambassador Bafemi. Oh, I don't want to talk to him. He was there before. But thank God for the mercy of Christ. And thank God for churches like Grace Assembly that will look at you and say, you know what, Ambassador Bafemi, even though you are awaiting trial in prison, you are still our brother. Come home. And that's exactly what Grace Assembly did. Is he in church? Ambassador, are you around? He's around. Please clap for that man. And you know what happened? 
when other people didn't want to touch you grace assembly working under the auction of christ put out our hand and we touched you and look at you today look at you anyway let me just quickly finish this i have very little time so how do you come to christ willingly i'm cutting this very short one hebrew one hebrew 11 6 hebrew 11 6 i'm teaching you how to come to christ willingly he says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that is a rewarder of who does what diligently seeking are you diligently seeking christ every sunday sometimes i see people come to church late i must it is our work to is the word admonish you is that the word yeah it's our work to admonish you if the governor were to come here or the president some of us will be here three hours before there's nothing that i take in mind that is more serious than the work of god especially on the sunday morning in fact i have graduated to the extent that i try to make my saturday quiet in preparation for my sunday because i don't want to come to him anyhow somebody invited me to a wedding yesterday i couldn't go because i wanted to wait on god for the word that he would give me not that he had not spoken to me i could slip into the wedding and come out but i take this work very seriously very seriously john 2 17 then the disciples remember that's number two that it was written the zeal for your house has eaten me up now this scripture is not talking about the temple not about the building the house of god the body of christ that zeal has eaten me up woe unto me if i do not preach the gospel it says if i die to die is what and to live is christ we must get to that extent we must get to that level then number three when you come as you are no graces no pretenses no cover-ups no excuses no rationalizing many of us have we are christians christ has come to us but we are yet to come to christ let me take that again christ has come to us but we are yet to come to christ time will not allow me to read a very favorite scripture and i think pastor read it last week or the week before zacchaeus luke 19 1 to 9 it is a study it is a study of a willing heart okay let me quickly go three i'm going to rush through it then jesus entered and passed through jericho go, go on now behold there was a man named zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich go on and he sought to see who jesus was but could not because of the crowd for he was of short stature that means he didn't make it so he ran ahead first of all a willing heart he ran ahead climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way 
5. And when Jesus came to the place, remember I said Jesus came. That for some of us, Jesus has come. But we have not come to Jesus. There are two different things though. Jesus has come. Even as you are on your chair, Jesus has come to you this morning. He's instructing you. It is your own willing heart that will cause you to come to Christ. Then when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down for today I must stay at your house. What did he do? So he did what? He came down slowly. He came down majestically. He came down gloriously. He made... This is the equivalent of the chairman of FRS. Hello? You know, chef, that's the chief tax collector now. FRS. Then he scrambles down a tree in all his purple finery to do what? And who received who joyfully? Read it well. It's Jared Zacchaeus. Jesus came. Remember I said that to you. But some of us have not come to Jesus. So Jesus has come to you. Zacchaeus now received him joyfully. That means willingly. You know, some of us will come. Uh, what shall I render? What shall I render to you, my God? I praise your name. Mother. Then offering time. You are now looking for the least note in your pocket. You are still singing, what shall I render? So, you know, clap for my ushers. So, the usher is standing before you, putting, and then you are still adjusting the notes. Where is that hundred naira I collected from the petrol station? That's what you want to give God? That's what you want to give God. So, he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Verse 7. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has got to be a guest. No, let, let's leave those naysayers alone. Eight. Give me verse, verse eight. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore it. What did Jesus answer him? And Jesus said, Today, yesterday, tomorrow, Next week, next month, next year, today, salvation has come to this house because he is also the son of Abraham. Let me close by telling you that today, salvation has come to Grace Assembly. Today, salvation has come to Grace Assembly. This morning, if you want to have a heart of willingness, I want you to stand. Just lift up your hand. And say, I am willing, God. I am willing. I am willing. I want to be healed of my leprosy. I, some people, when I'm saying leprosy, they are already feeling angry. How can he call us a leper? I am a leper in one area of my life or the other. The man of God was teaching us on Wednesday about the Syrophoenician woman. Who Jesus called a dog. And she even answered, I am even a bigger dog. If that's what you're going to get my healing, I want you to lift up your Please lift it high above your head. If you want today for salvation to come to your house. 
I want to give you, if you want to give your life to Christ, wherever you are, you say what? I want to be willing. And you have, you don't know Christ. You can bring, come, come forward. We want to pray for you. Wherever you are, even if you are listening by Instagram, whatever, just say Facebook, say, Lord, raise your hand. Say, I come to you this morning. The God of Grace Assembly, I come to you this morning because my heart is willing. And perhaps you already know God, but you haven't surrendered everything to him. You are still keeping some things back. Singing, I, what shall I render? I'm calling you out this morning. Say, Lord, I am willing. I am willing. This is not a time for you to be cool. The man with the leprosy wasn't cool, but he was here. God wants to touch you this morning. Christ wants to touch you. This is the moment. I hope you are ready for it. Just lift up their hands and pray to God. Say, Lord, I am willing. I am willing. Heal me this morning. I am willing. I am willing. Heal me this morning. I know you are willing. The question is, I am, I, am I willing? And I confess I am willing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, you see those hands up. As many hands that are up this morning, Lord, they are willing to be healed. They are willing to be made whole again. Father, Lord, please heal us. Every form of leprosy that we are carrying around in our body, in our emotions, in our lives, in our businesses, in our health. Father, heal us this morning in the name of Jesus. Make us whole again in the name of Jesus. I said make us whole again in the name of Jesus. He said that man, you cleansed him instantly. You are the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Every form of leprosy that we are exhibiting instantly cleanse us in the name of Jesus. Make us whole again in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I thank you. As you have sent me, I have delivered. Now it is left for you to do your work. Father, honor this word in the name of Jesus. You are the God of Grace Assembly. Honor this word in the name of Jesus. Let there be testimonies concerning this word. And so I declare that it is well with you, my people, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And the people of God said a big... Hallelujah. Amen. God bless.